baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more. Love this song. <laughs> okay, the future of Mixed Blood Theater will be unveiled later this week. Yep, so hit the road, Jack. All talking about Jack Ruler. This is happening on February 22nd uh, of, of 2022. It's the date that the theater will name the new artistic director, replacing the legendary Jack Ruler, who is retiring. Welcome, my friend. Thank you for having me. It's great to hear your voice, Jack. You know, you're part of our family, man. We really do love you. You're like family to us. And um, just hearing you talk about... Um, finally leaving and, and, and getting a new artistic director, which I think you started talking about that in 1999. But here we are. Uh, <laughs> we finally are. And I can imagine what it took for you to make the decision. Tell us about that journey. You know, I really think that it was uh, when COVID hit in 2020, mixed blood instead, of, we sort of took it personally that theaters, theater was at the lowest tier of essential. And so we started a strategic plan to say, how are we going to reinvent ourselves so that theater can actually be essential? When things like this happen, we look to theater rather than look away from theater. And then after George Floyd, we really uh, did introspection and realized it was time. I spent a career railing against old white guys, then I became one. So it's time for uh, a change in leadership. And the board really did a great job over the last 20 months of uh, putting together a great process to lead us to 2-22-22, which is the day on which the new person will be revealed to the world. Here's what's amazing to me. Uh, when I was living in Los Angeles, you know, people really paid attention to the age of the artistic director. Same thing in a few places in New York that I've been. And um, I look at it here in the Twin Cities, and we've seen a big change of artistic directors throughout the theater um, the theater world, and uh, some of them are young, very young, and some of them are middle-aged, but very few are older. Tell me why that is, because you still have the wherewithal. You still have the brilliance to put on great shows. So I'm assuming you're going to continue doing that someplace else. You know, I am going to continue to work in the fields uh, realm of social justice, and whether it's through theater or other ways, uh, I will not be disappearing. My family's been in the Twin Cities for since 1880, so I'm going to stick around and hopefully still have some influence. Um, but I do think, uh, I think that what's happened with a number of us that stayed around, you know, it'll be 46 years for me and many other artistic directors. Uh, I think, you know, I don't know that there should be term limits, but 
there are going to be many artistic directors that don't stay in the same position. So I think what has happened is the aberration and younger people moving between organizations and moving, uh, you know, to find their place in the American theater uh, is just, it's part of the natural ecosystem and evolution of a field that has got to change uh, in the wake of what's happened be- between the you know, global pandemic and what's happened here in the Twin Cities. One thing about theater is that it's still growing. We have brand new artists that come from other cities and states um, that come to Minnesota, and they're always surprised. Even some of the Broadway shows that come, they're always surprised at the talent from right here in the Twin Cities uh, and beyond. Here's the thing I don't understand is that if we can bring in even some of the older actors, like at the Guthrie Theater, you see more, I think, I see more older actors at the shows that I go to at the Guthrie than I see the younger ones. Um, and so in my mind, I'm not surprised when I see someone older my age or even a little bit older. Is that a trend or is that just a consequence? I think it's just a matter of what that artist director artistic director's taste in and the show they've curated, the season they've curated and the show they're producing. So I don't think anybody's intentionally saying uh, we are doing a season of, I mean, there are a couple of theaters that are in town, uh, Prime mm-hmm. Productions and Theater right. 55 that are intentionally for uh, artists 55 and over. But for the most part, there is no trend or pattern trying to uh, hire older actors there's just a lot of again there's a lot of us that have stuck around and have made a name and i think the theaters uh, are glad to have them on their stages but i don't think there's a, a trend in that direction but i do think as you say when people come from other towns they're surprised at minneapolis's art scene and theater scene in particular it's sort of like a unicorn you can't you've heard about it and then when you actually get here it's real right uh, so well, I'm as glad we for the last forty six years. Okay, so you've been part of it. You've been more than part of it. Not only are you were you the artistic director of Mixed Blood Theater, but you are an activist as well for theater, for for um, making sure that we are still getting the word out there through theater. You know, you can accept certain um, ideas um, when it comes to watching a show at a theater. It's different. It talks to the mind that piece and you come out of there remembering quite a bit or if you did not you get one trinket that's really important as we move forward as we move forward is that still the thing that is meant to happen at each of the shows i think even more so gerilyn that uh over the years and that's probably at the heart of this strategic direction we're taking uh, we've tried to use our theater to reveal the change that needs to be made and now we're going to use our theater to actually drive that change to be made. So it's not just what's the important conversation you have after seeing a show, but rather what is your sustained call to action? How are you going to leave that and actually affect some change in whatever area we've tried to guide you to think more deeply about? Uh, and so I do think that, that that is how we are going to become essential by actually uh, helping to affect change. The ebb and flow of theater is quite interesting. I'll never forget how you began the um, the understanding or acceptance to other people saying, hey, um, we, hospitality, right? Radical hospitality is so important. Right. And people really started to come. You were able to offer free tickets to people uh, at times, and I, I'm blown away by that. What else should we expect from uh, your theater, Mixed Blood Theater? What What are we to look forward to now? 
Well, you know, I think that uh, this weekend I went and saw a show by Cedar Moo, and I went and saw a show at the Jungle, and both of those theaters have pay what you're able to. And I think that there is something in that that is a result of now 11 years of mixed blood since we introduced radical hospitality. They're trying to say, how do we let our stages be inviting, welcoming, affirming destinations for people? Uh, And so we feel good about that. But what mixed blood is going to be, you know, one of the things that COVID has allowed me to do in preparation for the next era of, you know, I, I hope that by the end of the week, I'm the second best artistic director that mixed blood will have ever had. And I think that I've been able to shed the things that are tied to mixed blood that are tied to me. And so that person will really get a clean slate to make mixed blood their own and change the world. You know, I was never going to be a preacher, a politician, or an orator that the stage became my voice. And you're right. I, I still have, it is as an activist that I've come to work every day all these years. And I think that that, the activism and the theater as a tool and instrument of justice is what will continue in deeper and more interesting ways. Well, we have to leave this conversation, unfortunately, but I have to tell you, as artistic director of Mixed Blood Theater, you have made us think, you have made us feel, you have brought joy, and you have given the, the sadness that some needed to grieve through. So thank you so much for all that you did at Mixed Blood Theater, and I have a feeling we're still going to see you around from time to time, and I look forward to that. Thank you so much, Carolyn. Thank you for all that you do. Congratulations. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Thank you. Okay, that if you don't know who Jack is, um, really, he's a remarkable man. He's not just the artistic director. He is also the founder of this theater, and that is remarkable. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.